Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. Jerry, it's time for Matt Rule to go. Absolutely. You know, I gave him a clean start this offseason or this season, and the two starts of this, these were two winnable games, and he fumbled it. Uh, he should have been fired last year, and this year, he's showing why he should have been fired. He's not an NFL coach. He can't coach an NFL game. He sucks. He needs to be out the door. It is point blank. There's no what. What redeeming factor does he have in his three years? What has he done to really pr- prove that he belongs in the NFL? Nothing. But and he's proved a lot of things, uh, or he's proved a lot of reasons why he doesn't belong in the NFL. Yeah, today is nine straight. He's lost 12 games now, 12 games where he's led in the fourth or third quarter. And that's just in the last two years. That's just last season and this season. Yeah. That doesn't even count year one, which we could probably find those numbers, but we choose not to. Um, Yeah, I saw the stat. I saw a stat on the screen, and I'll update it. Uh, The Panthers are 1 and 25. 1 and 25 if their opponent scores more than 16 points. And they are 9 and 0 if the opponent scores 16 points or less. But 1 and so 1 and 25, Jerry. Yeah. But don't worry, Tepper, you're right. These Panther Twitter fans live in their basement and know nothing. Matt Rule is going to prove you correct. Don't necessarily. Or is it that you just want to you're penny pitching again and don't want to spend the money? One of the worst owners in the league right now. I mean, I, I don't know what else I could say. He's showing no real investment to the team besides paying Matt Rule a lot up front. He backed out of the Spartanburg deal. He's backed out of the Eastland Mall deal. Yep. What, what, where, is, where is this owner? Like, he, he only cares about money and how to make more of it. He doesn't care about the team winning. Yeah. If he did, he would have fired Tepper last year or would have fired him this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, bad owner, bad coach. Uh, there was some, some stuff that came out this week, not from any like reporters or anything, but just uh, some someone with who says they have sources that painted a pretty discordant picture of the Panthers organization, coaching staff on down. And I uh, don't know how much of that was real or not. Check out uh, Twitter if you want to know what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, apparently, you know, a lot of folks in the organization are not very high on Matt Rule. Um, David Tepper apparently is uh, very high on Matt Rule for some reason. We don't know why. but Because he gave him a lot of money. And yeah. he knows that if he backs out of it, he's going to look at by the odorants as a laughing stock for giving a college coach that much money yeah. he also knows that he's gonna go down as a loss well yeah and he didn't want that he wanted to prove that he was right and he was wrong yeah there and there's uh i wish i could find it there was this article i read went back when tepper first hired rule about new owners first coaching hire and they always suck like they are always bad hires and i wish i could go back and find that i'll find it before our next podcast just so we can kind of talk about it but um Tepper, you know, every owner fires coaches. It happens to every owner. And Matt Rule has proven that he cannot handle the NFL. I don't know what it is specifically that's giving him trouble. Uh, It seems like 
Game planning is hard. Motivating his players is hard. The defense played well today. And the defense has played pretty well under Matt Rule's uh, regime here. Even last they, year. They play pretty well until we have a lead. They play, yeah. We've, we've held a lead twice. And they gave up a game tying or leading field goal or touchdown the following drive. Yeah. They can't play with the lead. I mean, I was like, all right, we've got the lead here. What happens? They roll over on the back. They throw Brian Burns in coverage on third and long. What moron does that? Brian Burns is your best pass rusher. On third and nine, you throw, drop him back in coverage. Guess what? First down. And Matt, I, I mean, it's it's not rocket science. Daniel Jones outplayed you. Daniel Jones beat you. Yeah. Daniel Jones certainly outplayed Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, the, in tough. fact, it, I, I was watching this game and I was like, these teams are the same. The, yeah. we, we have mediocre quarterbacks. I, I honestly think they have less talent. I just think they have better coaching. I don't know that they have less talent. but I, th- I definitely think they have better coaching. But, I mean, the quarterback is the same. Uh, actually, Daniel Jones has maybe a few more tricks in his toolbox since he can run more than Baker, although Baker had to run some today. Um, they, they both have superstar running backs who – are coming off injury injury plague seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about the receiving core. Like I would say, the Panthers' receiving core is better, but Shy Smith dropped several passes today. Uh, Ian Thomas dropped a pass, made a nice pat, made a nice catch, then dropped a pass later on a kind of a third down, a big play. Um, their receivers are a bunch of nobodies: Richie James, David Stills. Uh, Tanner Hudson, like who are these people? Yet they Sterling were Sterling Shepard, Kadaris Tony, like that. And neither one of those like strikes fear, but I guess that's the same with DJ Moore and. I was Robbie gonna Anderson. say, I mean, DJ Moore's better than any of those receivers, and I don't think that's a homer thing to say. I just think that's just a thing to say. But outside of that, I think I think everything's pretty much the same. Defensively, I mean, they have some some big time players on their defense. We have some big time players on mm-hmm. our defense. Uh, and they were missing them. Yeah. They were missing their second corner. They were missing, I think, their third corner. They were missing their top two pass rushers. Yeah. It's too bad that uh, Tepper didn't fire uh, Matt Rule last year when the owner of the Giants fired uh, Joe Judge. And we could have gotten yeah. Brian Dayball maybe because <laughs> I think he's no, a pretty no, good no, head no. coach. Again, again, us Twitter fans don't know what we're talking about. We don't watch the Listen, games. Listen, I don't necessarily disagree with David Tepper about the Twitter fans. Okay, no offense to anybody out here that seems to be offended, but the Panthers' Twitter sucks. Like, it, it's pretty bad. It's toxic. Well, I mean, you know what? Have, have the Panthers play better. I, I wish they would. Yeah, I some... wish they would. But it's like after one series, Panthers Twitter is going insane every single game. Again, it seems to be deserved at this point. But, you know, I, I don't know. Either way, let's get let's get away from David Tepper and, and Panthers Twitter. Um, we're going to take, a, take our, our look at the keys to the game here. I mean, Jerry, the first two Panthers' uh, opportunities to even have the ball, and they turn it over. You know, first, first, <coughs> first time. Ta- yeah, up. first time uh, Panthers touch the ball in the game. Chuba fumbles uh, the kickoff return, and, and that that's on Chuba and the coaching. I mean, the guy had the ball out here. Yeah, like, come on, dude. And you were he was going down. It wasn't even like a question. 
What? I watched Christian McCaffrey later on in the drive mm-hmm. or in the game, and he always had it right here. I was like, "Come on, Chuba, that's just bad. Yeah. How do you not know to keep it like that?" Yeah, I'm not blaming the coaches on that. Like that's Chuba like, was terrible on that one. And and sure, I, maybe they need to point, maybe they need to coach him up and, and learn how to hold the ball. But I, I don't think he has like a history of fumbling problems. I think that was just a careless play on his part. And then Robbie Anderson did the same thing the next time the Panthers got the ball. Uh, holding the ball way out here, and it gets poked out. Um, so the Panthers are down 6 nothing before they even really have an opportunity. And kudos to the defense, by the way, for holding the Giants oh, yeah. to six points when they get the ball twice, you know, effectively in the red zone both times. So, you know, kudos again to the defense for holding them to six points and giving the Panthers' offense a shot to come back. Uh, next key. Now, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the next key play of the game is first and ten at the Giants' sixteen. It was in the third quarter with twelve minutes left. Uh, Baker Mayfield passed deep right to DJ Moore for the Panthers' only touchdown. Uh, wide open, his player slipped, but Baker bought some time behind that line. That was set up by an earlier DJ Moore big pass play. So, right out of the gate, this was the first drive after the third quarter started. So for the Panthers, so. Really kind of came out guns a-blazing, and I was like, all right, here we go. It looks good. Good back shoulder catch, and then this touchdown play. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, man, uh, all right, for the second week in a row, we're coming out in the second half and playing well. Uh, that was a three-play drive. I mean, a Baker pass, a Baker 17-yard run, and then you know the touchdown pass to DJ. So really looked good, and I was thinking, all right, we're back on it. And then, of course, you know, the next drive, the Giants score a touchdown. So it's 13-13 again. And then it stays 13-13 for a while uh, until later in the game. But our next key play here is uh, in the third quarter, second and 10, Carolina 16. DJ Jones, or I'm sorry, Daniel Jones passed to Bellinger for 16 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Graham Gano is good. And... What is it at that point? Well, that's that's it. That's up. the 13-13, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, this was heartbreaking because I mentioned Brian Burns dropping back in pass coverage. Mm-hmm. This was a third and nine, and he dropped back in pass coverage. We rushed three players. Yeah. And guess what? Daniel Jones put an ice ball on his receiver hands, first down. I'm like, what are you doing? What is it? What? what? Why are you not rushing your best player? pass rusher on a known passing play that's what i won well not only that but i don't know if it was that series or it was the series after where they got their the game-winning field goal but there was a whole series or two where brian burns was like not even on the field Uh, do they think that i mean we know brian burns has not historically been the best run stopper but do they think that poorly of him where they're not even going to put him on the field in key fourth quarter series? I, I, again, <laughs> it, it boggles my mind. Like, Speechless. You're, you're taking your best defensive player off the field. Because yeah. there's no question he is it. I mean, what do you say, Shaq Thompson? He, he's no. okay. Jeremy Chen disappears because you Hide put him. him so far back in the secondary yeah. that he can't make plays. Second year in a row. Yep. But our last key play, 4th and 18 at Carolina 38. Graham Gano, 56-yard field goal 
wins the game for them, basically. I mean, Panthers can't muster any offense after this, so, I mean, this basically seals it. Another, another long field goal. I mean, uh, another game. Yeah, it's good. Another game the Panthers are winning that they lose uh, under Matt yeah. Rule. <laughs> yeah, 56 yard field goal. I mean, we know Graham Gano is a good, uh, you know, pressure kicker. He did it for us for a while. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Until Rule came in, then he got him rid of Matt Rule. <laughs> yeah. Never should have gotten rid of Graham Gano. No idea why we did that. Uh, you know, I think Matt Rule. You know, we've talked about it before. I wanted to come in, establish his brand, his guys, and he got rid of some really good players. Losing philosophy. To establish That's that. his brand. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the brand is anymore. Like, uh... They want to get rid of keep pounding. That's what Tepper seems to be trying to do. Uh, Matt Rule likes to lose in classic late-game fashion. Maybe that's our brand. Suck when it counts the most. Are you um? Are you kind of over football already? Because <laughs> I kind of am. I'm over the Panthers. <laughs> I, I I really am. I'm to the point where I'm like, why am I cheering for this team constantly when they they do it to themselves? Yeah. It's the coaching. It's the owner. It's even some of the players. It's just it's so horrific, and it's it's stuff we saw coming happening in the off season. It's still going. Oh, hello there, uh, Evie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she... Little Panthers fan. I, I'm recording at, in, at the beach with my child, mm-hmm. so it's a little difficult. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't blame any Panthers fan now for being as vitriolic as you want to be, for being as... Uh, you know, don't even watch the games like, if you don't feel like it. I, supporting this team right now, especially monetarily, but even with your time, it feels like a waste. Honestly, it feels like a waste it, to me. It does. Yeah. And I think that's the only way that we're going to be able to get through to Tepper as fans is to start hitting him where it counts. Don't buy the jerseys. Yeah. Don't go to the games. My wife and I were talking, Sylvia and I were talking about going to the Atlanta Thursday night game. Why? Why do I want to spend a hundred and something dollars for her and I to go spend a bunch of money on alcohol and, you know, food mm-hmm. just just to go home miserable, go to work the next day miserable. Why? Yeah. Why? You can be miserable at home for free. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my vacation spending half my day, playing my day around the Panthers. Yeah. With this recording and watching it. Both of us, Sylvia and I did that. Yeah. You know, she's a huge fan too. But would we not probably have been better going to the beach and enjoying the sunshine? Instead of watching this pathetic attempt at a team hey i offered to uh to do this solo and let you have your i know time. i know but <laughs> i wanted to gripe I, I wanted let out some venom towards this coaching staff and i don't think all these players are bad i think a lot well, of that's the sad thing they're put in a bad situation yeah. i think this roster is pretty solid i think with it's a definitely a, not a good head coach this is a this is a borderline playoff team roster agreed yeah if 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 matt rule hypothetically got fired tomorrow not gonna happen but if he did who do you feel comfortable with kind of taking the reins for the rest of this season assuming that they're firing him now to try and salvage the season i would like to see steve wilkes get it just because i felt like he was a little kind of gun shy in arizona other than that i mean obviously the 
Ben McAdoo, but honestly, his play calling has been pretty bad in my opinion. Like he he started out pretty good today. Yeah. Uh, Baker played bad, and he, I don't. He hasn't looked really that great, but I honestly think I would go more Steve Wilkes. I honestly think I might prefer. I don't know, man. I just have this bad taste in my mouth now for for Phil Snow. Um, yeah, me too. I honestly would almost prefer McAdoo as much as I don't think he's a good head coach, but for McAdoo to take the head coaching job, fire Rule and Snow, let Steve Wilkes coach the defense, almost like a like a you know uh, associate head coach. Get rid of that college coaching. Yeah, just get, tree get, that's... completely get rid of all the college coaches. I mean, most of the coaches that they brought in in this offseason are NFL guys anyway. So really, it's just Snow in terms of the major coaches. It's just snow and rule. So you get rid of them. Maybe, maybe Chris Tabor. Let's give a special teams coach a chance. <laughs> hey, special teams has looked decent other than that fumble. You know, Pinheiro again. And again, that's probably not his fault. I mean, the special teams coordinator. Yeah, that's again, like I'm not going to blame Chuba's fumble on, on the coaching staff. I think that was just Chuba being careless. Chuba had a couple of good returns in the game as, as well. So he sort of redeemed himself a little bit. Um didn't carry the ball a single time, Chuba, in this game. That was a little surprising. Ch- Chuba is... I would not be surprised if he's not on this team next year. I- I'm going to go further. Yeah. I'm going to say I think I would be surprised if he is on this team next year. I-, I mean, he was obviously a Matt Rule pick through and through. And yeah, he has done nothing, really. I mean, he again, like last year, he filled in for McCaffrey, and he was serviceable. But he's certainly not someone that you would want to have taking 20 carries a game yeah you know. um all right you want to look at some stats sure let's look at them all right we'll start with the panthers because we want to be sad uh baker mayfield 14 <laughs> of 29 145 yards one touchdown was sacked twice uh no interceptions in this game i, I thought baker didn't look good in this game he looked bad yeah. pure like, he missed throw after throw after throw, where I saw players open, but he just He also missed the throw. threw it into double coverage several times. Plays yeah. that, balls that probably should have been picked, could have been picked for sure. Um, had a couple of balls batted down at the line again. No uh, no fumbles off the snap, so at least they fixed that. But uh, there was a couple of snaps where Baker had to, like, reach back with one hand to, to actually get the ball, so Elfline still... Doing his thing at center, but hey, hey, Elfline is the starter, though. He is. We signed a high-priced veteran in free agency to start that guy. He is. He is technically the starter. I would barely <laughs> be on the team in the in the rest of the oh NFL. But Matt Roll loves him. I'd so. rather put Sam Tecklenburg at, at center, honestly. <laughs> Me too. Um, Christian McCaffrey breaks a hundred yards rushing for the first time, I think, since 2019. They said. Um, <laughs> 15 carries, 102 yards, had the big 49-yard carry that kind of got him there. But I thought he looked fine. I wish they would have given him the ball more, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like he had... And I wish I wish he would have done more out-of-the-backfield passes. I know, mm-hmm. uh, spoiler, he had five targets, but it seemed like they really didn't want to target him that much. It just seemed... I don't know. It seemed like he was, yeah, he was the escape plan in terms of target. They didn't run passing plays for him. Like wheel routes right, or anything, right. or a Texas route. Where he's so good. I think 
right? He's so good at those plays. Why don't you use him in that way? Because Matt Rule is we the have coach. Matt Rule and Ben McAdoo <laughs> yeah. as coaches. And You're right. You're right. But yes, McCaffrey looked good with his 15 carries, 102 yards. Even his four four receptions, 26 yards. He looked good. Yeah, he looked good. And he I saw like him. I did see him blow a block, though. There was a, uh, I think, corner coming on the end. He went to the other side, and Baker actually juked the guy where he got out of it and had to throw it. But that was on Baker or uh, Christian McCaffrey. He he read the wrong blitz hmm. and went to block the wrong guy. But other than that, hey, he's Christian McCaffrey. He's the best player on offense. He's the running back. He's still probably the best blocker on the team. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> he's still probably the best blocker on the team. So. Uh, Baker had uh, Baker had six carries for 35 yards, um, including a 17-yard run that was a, a really nice one on that touchdown drive. Uh, and then Deontay Foreman, the only other Panthers player to rush the ball, two rushes for nine yards. Basically, in one set of downs, he ran twice, and that's other than McCaffrey, that was the only running back that got the ball. Um, looking at the receiving. DJ Moore led the team three catches for 43 yards. Uh, also led the team in targets with six. Well, tied for the lead in targets with six. Robbie Anderson. Um, by the way, yeah. beer bet. Beer bet. Yeah. Beer bet of the week. Well, Robbie Anderson, three, three for 32. So he was one catch away. Um, Shai Smith had six targets, one catch for two yards, two drops by uh, Shai Smith. Um, bad game. Really bad game for Shai Very Smith. Bad. Uh, definitely. I mean, this is a guy I was really hoping for to break out, and he looked like crap. He did. He got banged up on a punt return, uh, but he came back in. I, I'm assuming he was healthy. Didn't hear anything on the broadcast about him not being healthy, so can't really blame it on that. But, uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, you gave your opportunity, yeah. and you suck. Yep. You dropped the ball, literally and figuratively. Yeah, again, no Higgins, no Marshall, uh, at least not in the stats Marshall sheet. Marshall was out he, there a couple times. I saw times. him out there when Shy Smith went out with the injury, but it seems like once he came in, that was Shy Smith. You know, It was the three receivers again. It was more Anderson, Shy, and that's it. Uh, I don't like that. And, and this <laughs> is against a, a cornerback situation that was very pedestrian yeah. at this time with missing their second and third corners i mean i hate the offensive play calling here i don't understand the personnel i don't understand the situation the situational play calling yeah um third and two and it's a like Aaron throw by baker mayfield while deontay foreman has been running good yeah the two the two carries you gave him he was getting like five six yards you got a third and two and you're like hey let's wing it out to dj moore which he was open, and I think he could have fought for those two yards, but Baker's Aaron Bad, throw. Terrible throw by Baker on that particular play. Um, really high. It looked like DJ was still trying to come down with it, but he had no shot at getting the, the first down with that bad throw. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, those third and short, that is that is why you have Christian McCaffrey on your team, right? Is, or Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman's that big bruiser back you wanted. But in particular... Christian McCaffrey with those yes. catches out of the backfield or, you know, the crossing patterns, things like that. That's what he excels in. Like he's, I mean, he excels in everything, but that's where you can use him, right? Because we don't have the, mm-hmm. the big play catching tight end possession guy, right? Or the, the X receiver, big, big guy that can kind of do those plays. So, but Christian McCaffrey is that guy for us, right? He's that 
that sure thing, right? And they don't go to him on those plays. <laughs> they just don't do it. The couple times they did, they let him run the ball. He made it. He was fine. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, Giovanni Ricci, Stephen Sullivan, and Thomas also each had one catch uh, for 13 or 16 yards, depending on who it was. Uh, again, we had two fumbles, Robbie Anderson Chuba. On the defense, I thought Frankie Luvu had a much better game this week than he did last week. Um, had a really nice pass deflection that should have been an interception. Yeah. It was right in his hands. Had four tackles for loss. Four of our nine yeah. tackles for and loss. Yeah, and he was lightning quick yeah. on that, too. Yeah, so he looked really good. He almost had a pick six. Well, at least a pick, but he dropped that. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, he should have had that. Um, but he, Shaq Thompson, and Xavier Woods all had ten tackles to lead the team. Um, Brian Burns did end up with two sacks in this game. I felt like he should have had five or six. <laughs> like he, yeah, he was, he was back there a lot. He was back there a lot, but this is the thing with Brian Burns is like, yeah, great that you had two sacks. That's, you know, not expected from Brian Burns, honestly, because as much as he gets back there, he rarely seems to get the quarterback down, uh, for as much as he's in the backfield, right? Like for a normal player, Brian Burns with you know nine sacks last year and I think nine sacks the year before like that's those are good numbers, but it feels like with his talent and the amount of times he gets in the backfield he should have 15, 16 sacks a season. I, I will say though he also was pretty good in the run game. I, he had two tackles for loss. Apparently and not according to well the coaching staff because they didn't want him out there. Well, again, and I would like to see his QB hurries. You're right, he needs to get there a little bit faster to get, bring him down, but. I think this was a really good game for him. He ended up, in, in my opinion. Yeah, he ended up with four QB hits. Um, no, not sure on the hurries. We'll have to see, you know, after the game. But and hey, hey, again, he didn't play as much as we probably should have played him because yeah, we had him gone for a series or two and didn't play. Had him in coverage. Yeah. On important pass passing downs. Um, Ioannidis got the other sack for the Panthers. Um, I thought um, I thought the corners played pretty well in this game. Uh, J.C. Horn had a couple that could have been big plays. Had Daniel Jones again? We play. We face a bad quarterback who can't capitalize on our mistakes. And, See, and we I keep don't the, think they played well, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm just who played I, they, poorly. Both quarterbacks. I don't know out off the top of my head, but I mean, Daniel Jones completed 70 percent of his. Passes. Yeah, but they were all underneath. They, they were, were short, all short passes. All of them. The corners weren't even and they involved still in most the ball of those. by completing those. That's the problem. Yeah, it's there's they're not willing to give up the big play, but they're also and again this team has zero turnovers in two games. That was supposed to be a big focus this year. They forced zero turnovers. The only person who what they forced zero turnovers. Yeah, yeah. they forced zero turnovers. So wh- where is this like focus on turning the ball over? And the only person who had. A close interception was Xavier Woods on a pass interference and Frankie Luvu, who dropped it. Which was just a bad play by Daniel Jones. He just didn't see. Yeah. He just yeah, didn't that see was, Frankie. That Luvu. was horrible. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't mind the bend, but don't break defense. I feel like some of the best Panthers defenses in the past have been that, where they, you know, they'll let you get down the field, you know, into the. 30-yard line or so, and then they clamp down, and you're either kicking a long field goal or you just, you know, or you, you run out of downs or whatever the case may be. Um, 
when I saw last week, that's what I thought this was. And again, I saw it again this week where they're allowing the teams to kind of move the ball but not hit the big play. Um, but again, competent quarterbacks are hitting good plays last week and this week, you know, because guys have been open. So I think it's maybe just a function of the fact that we've been playing teams that aren't very good at quarterback. And again, next week we've got Jameis, who is a very up and down at quarterback. Uh, so I, you know, I don't what know. Was it one in 25 when the team scores more than 17 points? That's what it is now. So yeah. it doesn't matter how much you bend. If you give up those 17, we're losing. Yeah. I mean, that that's what you're t- basically saying at that point. And 19 points by uh, a offense, in my opinion, that's not great in the Giants. Sure, you bent and you broke one time, but you gave up all those field goals. You still lose. That's true. Um, all right, any, any other stats you wanted to talk about? Um, Daniel Jones, like I said, went 22 of 34. Like, Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about the Giants yet. <laughs> 22 of 34. Uh, Saquon, huh? yeah. Holding Saquon to only three and a half yards per carry at 21 for 72 yards, impressive. Yeah. The run defense looks so much better this week. It looked like they focused in on it, and they did a great job. Was that my bold prediction was under 75 yards rushing for Saquon? I think, I think so. it was. I could check the uh, log. I think but it was. we can move on, and yeah. I'll find it here in a second. Okay. I think it was. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Saquon 21 of 72, or 21 for 72 yards. Uh, only three catches for 16 uh, Richie James, five for 51 stills three for 37 Sterling Shepard had six catches, but for only, uh, 34 yards, uh, they end up with two sacks, Julian Love and O'Shane Zimenez with one sack apiece. Um, Julian Love also led the team in, uh, to- tackles with eight, uh, Graham Gano is four for four on field goals, two fifty plus yarders. Uh, he's, yeah. he's really good. Uh, I thought Hecker had a really good game punting wise. Uh, he mm-hmm. thought he did a really good job. So, and he also at one point he he stopped a stupid penalty by somebody I can't remember it, but it was mm-hmm. after a oh yeah, yeah, yeah one of our guys almost and he Ta- ran Stanley in there Thomas and yanked Oliver. him off. Hats off, yeah, hats off to you, Hecker. That was a that was a smart play by a punter that does nothing in the stat sheet but really helps out the team. Yeah, for sure. Um, third down efficiency, just kind of quickly, Panthers were two for 12, Giants were six for 18. So that's, uh, not really great for either team, but the Giants at least were able to keep the ball moving more than we were. Uh, Giants had 70 plays, so the Panthers only had 54. It's, it's that third down conversion and bad play calling in those third down positions. Yep. A third and two, running the ball well, you, you do that dump off. It, it's... You don't give it to your best player. Baker Mayfield's not accurate this game, and you you put it in his hands, and he threw it away. He threw it away. Um, All right. Let's do heroes and zeros. Who is your hero in this Mm. game? My hero this game is actually going to be Frankie Louvu. I thought he, after kind of a very bad first game a game i didn't hear him he really shot out of a cannon he played well i think he he was probably him and brian burns i know you said that he didn't 
only with two sacks, but no, no, no. I'm not Brian saying Burns that Brian. My bright spots on defense this week. I'm not saying Brian Burns is a bad player or or is underperforming. I'm saying for his talent level and for the amount of times he gets in the backfield, he should have more sacks. That's all I was saying. I, Brian Burns is amazing. He's very good, and he affects the game even when he doesn't get a sack. I just would like to see him finish the plays. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey for my hero. I, without him, the Panthers aren't in this game. Um, you know, he had the big play, you know, to set up at least a field goal to put the Panthers close to, there at the end. Um, this is sort of the first game that he's had this season. Obviously, it's only the second game, but where he's looked like Christian McCaffrey and given and been given. You know, he had 19 touches in this game, at least. That's more than he had last week. Um, you know, I'd like to see him get 23, 24 more rushes, I think, um, in situations. Again, it's all situational with him. I think they could use him better. Uh, for zeros, for me, oh, man. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's so many. I think I'm going to go Shy Smith. Uh, just a couple of oh, couple, yeah, a couple of big missed opportunities for him. Uh, if he catches those balls, I think not only does Baker Mayfield's day look better, but the Panthers overall, you know, they keep, keep drives going down the field. Um, you know, I guess, uh, honorable mention maybe to, to Chuba, but yeah. Who's your zero? Uh, I'm actually going to the person throwing to Shai Smith. I am going to go Baker Mayfield 14 for 29, less than 50% completion percentage. Yeah. Shai had a couple drops, yeah. but there was so many just bad passes. And like you said, throwing into coverage, just yeah. overall, man, it, there were three easy drops that I can think of off the top of my head, the two from Shy and the one from Ian. Um, but either way, I, they, Baker had too many balls that were just you know, bad throws. Um, so yeah, uh, 100% behind you on that one. Uh, the beer bet of the week, again, it was more receiving yards. Was it Robbie or DJ? DJ uh, won it with 40, what was it, 42, 43 receiving yeah. yards? So I guess that's a win. It is a win. I, I, it is a win. <laughs> it's a win. Yeah. I mean, that's that's two in a row for me, considering last year I think I won like two only. So yeah, and uh, I don't see our our uh, bold predictions on the sheet, so we'll have to we'll have to maybe uh, keep I track of those. <laughs> I haven't put the bold predictions. I had three turnovers, which you know, mm. hey, we had zero, so I was close. We almost did three turnovers, so you know, maybe partial credit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, um, so not great there. All right, uh, f- let's see. Final thoughts here on this game? I, you know, I really tried to buck up and try to win, you know, for the season and stuff, but at this point I'm done. I, I, I It's sad that I'm already done on this <laughs> team, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure come next week we'll we'll talk ourselves into getting excited again, but. It's tough. And this is now the third season in a row where it's like a feeling of hopelessness, right? Yeah. It really is. And it's just no fun. It, it, it feels like this team needs a – I'm really ready for them to go ahead and fire Matt Rule because mm. I think the fans know it. Everyone knows it that Matt Rule doesn't belong in the NFL. Yeah. I agree. I'm ready. Uh, I would be happy if they did it this week. I don't expect it, but I would be happy. Um, Me too. Real quick look at the other NFC South games today. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New Orleans Saints 20-10. to Jameis Winston 
welcome back. One touchdown, three interceptions for him today. Um, oh, that makes me excited for next week. Yeah, he's, uh, he, you know, that's that's Jameis, though. He can look amazing one week and look pretty bad the next. So, uh, right now, the Falcons are losing 14-3. to They just got a field goal, 14-3 to to the Rams. I would expect the Rams to win that game. We talked about that in our preview. Um, all right, any other final thoughts here before our Zoom time runs out, Jerry? Nope, that'll be it. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMixPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. We're close to 1,000. I think we're about 39 right now, 38 uh, subscribers away. Uh, and please support our sponsor, CBDX.com. Use code word MeowMix. Man, just meow. Almost forgot to mix. Just meow. It's just meow. Just meow on CBTX. Yep. Uh, yep. We'll be back uh, in a few days to preview week three for the Panthers, and uh, hopefully by that time, maybe something different will have happened. Maybe we'll be in a little better headspace, uh, or maybe not. We'll see. But uh, until then, everybody, stay safe out there and keep pounding. <laughs>